USA, the greatest entertainers in America, as requested by you, the service men and women of the United States Armed Forces throughout the world. Command performance, presented this week and every week, till it's over, over there. marks the 5,000th hour of broadcasting from the AES at Tehran in the Persian Gulf Command. And in honor of them, Command Performance has selected as your mistress of ceremonies on this particular stanza, the lovely star of Universal Pictures, Deanna Durbin. Don Wilson and hi, fellas. Pardon me, Deanna. What is it, Don? Well, uh, Deanna, I hate to bother you, but something has just come up, uh, come up and I, I think you ought to know about it. Really? Uh, yes, you know, Jack Benny's on the program tonight. Yes, but not till later in the show. Well, uh, he didn't understand it that way. You see, he's been a master of ceremony so long, he assumed he was going to run things tonight. Oh. Well, uh, where is Jack now? Well, he's backstage mumbling to himself and writing down with Deanna Durbin on all the dressing room doors. <laughs> Jack is so upset. Uh, but I'm sure that you can straighten things out, Deanna. When he comes in, uh, be diplomatic, won't you? Oh, sure. Uh, here he comes now. I must be talking. Yeah. Gentlemen of the AES, meet the great comedian who has entertained you in person in almost every theater of operations, Jack Benny. Thanks, you little sneak. Now, Jack. Jack, you shouldn't feel like that. I was called upon to be mistress of ceremonies here tonight, and just because you misunderstood and thought you were going to take charge, there's no reason for any hard feelings. It isn't, huh? No. No, I, I realize that you're one of the world's greatest MCs. You do, huh? that you've just returned from an extensive tour of our bases in the South Pacific. And they love me in New Guinea. <laughs> well, I understand that they loved you everywhere. But I should think that after a trip like that and with all that work, you must be awfully tired. Oh, I am. I'm exhausted. Then why don't you go over in the corner and sit down? <laughs> now, just a minute. I'm not that weak, young lady. Besides, if you think I came all the way down here just to sit in the corner, you've got another thing coming. I don't know what's happening to all the young girls nowadays. Well, naturally, you don't get around them much. <laughs> now, listen, Deanna, topping me will get you nowhere. If you want to be mistress of ceremonies, run the show. It's all yours, Miss Durbin. Thank you, Mr. Benny. As you know, on these command performances, we aim to answer all the mail that comes our way. One of the names we come across over and over again is Martha Tilton. And since her recent tour to the South Pacific, that mail has really piled up. So now... You see, Donna, you see, the mail has really piled up. I mean, there's no... Jack, Jack, there. please. You need vaudeville training to introduce people right. All right, Jack. I'm willing to learn. 
How would you make the introduction? Well, I'd try to use a little ingenuity. I'd say something like, uh, a funny thing happened to me on the way to the studio. <laughs> playing the pinball machine. And she would have won except for one thing. What was that, Jack? She was Tilton. Martha Tilton. <laughs> of course, of course. Now there's, there's an introduction. Don't you think so, Deanna? Well, you could never throw your brain out of joint thinking of it, but it was all right. I thought it was dynamite. How about you, Martha? Mm. Now, there's a girl who knows. Gee, <laughs> hey, Martha, you're, you're looking swell. Well, thanks, Jack. You know, I haven't seen you since we both got back from the South Pacific. What's the good word? It's still no. <laughs> Find out what Martha's going to sing. I'm getting nowhere. Okay, Jack. What's for the boys, Martha? Lots of requests for I Walk Alone, Deanna. <laughs>
present to you now, and I do hope this introduction meets with Mr. Benny's approval, one of the finest instrumentalists and band leaders in the country. You know, folks, I was afraid I was going to be late tonight. Why, Deanna? Because when I got here, I couldn't open the door, see? Tommy Dorsey, so... <laughs> Deanna. Tommy, I'd like to explain that introduction. You see, it comes from the Jack Benny school of comedy. Jack Benny? I remember him. He used to be a very funny guy. <laughs> I'm still funny, Junior. <laughs> oh, hello, Jack. What are you doing here? Up to now, nothing. <laughs> what are you doing here, Tommy? Oh, I'm going to take some and leave some with the boys. That's right. The fellows overseas have sent in lots of requests for an all-American jam session. Good idea. So, we've invited the best in the West to beat it out. In addition to Tommy Dorsey, we have Count Basie at the piano, Buddy Rich at the drums, Illinois Jackhead on the tenor sax, Lionel Hampton on the vibes, Artie Shaw on the clarinet, Sergeant Ed McKinney on the bass, Sergeant Ziggy Elman on the trumpet, and Les Paul on the guitar. Come on, boys, let's go. <laughs> Thank you. 
if you want loud stuff. <laughs> Fellas, let's give Mida sweet as apple cider. <laughs> kidding, but when I play a beautiful violin solo, give me the credit for it. Nobody else. Well, Jack, I was just trying to have a little fun. Be clever, like you said. There's nothing funny about my music, Deanna. <laughs> oh, Jack, calm down. Calm down. Calm down. If you and Deanna have a difference of opinion, settle it. But stop bickering. Settle it. How can I hit a woman? <laughs> you don't have to hit anybody. Well, I'm not the kind of a guy that settles things with words. I'm a two-fisted guy. You know? What's come over you? You want to know something, Don? I beat up Jimmy Cagney on the way to the studio tonight, and he's plenty tough. You beat up Cagney? Look, gentlemen, are we going to get on with the show, or are we going to stand here and listen to Mr. Benny flap his gray chops? <laughs> oh, if you were only Cagney. Jack, stop dreaming. You wouldn't sneeze if Jimmy Cagney threw a handful of pepper in your face. No, I wouldn't, eh? Well, it just so happens that on the way down here tonight, Cagney bumped into my car, and that's all I needed, brother. Bill sounds fantastic. That's all. I'll tell you what. Ginger Rogers was driving along. She saw the accident. You call her up tomorrow and ask her. She'll tell you how tough I was. Well, we don't have to wait to call her tomorrow, Jack. It so happens she's standing in the wings right now. Come on out, Ginger. <laughs> Hello, Hello, Ginger. Trouble with this show. Everybody's on it. <laughs> Why, 
Why, hello, Jack. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? Cheapers. <laughs> oh, Ginger, uh, Jack was just telling us that you were a witness to a little accident. What happened? Oh, it's not important. I'm not suing Cagney or anything. Let's forget about it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I'd like to know what happened. Well... Say, Ginger, that's a beautiful hat. Uh, may I wear it sometime? <laughs> got an umbrella of mine that you borrowed in 1929. Well, I've been meaning to return it. Oh, now, quit stalling, Jack. What about the accident? What, what are you, an ambulance chaser or something? <laughs> we're talking about Ginger's hat. Come on, Ginger, tell us about the accident. Well, we were all driving east on Sunset, and Jack was waving at me and giggling and honking his horn. Well, sure I was giggling. I mean, the springs in my front seat are all sticking through. <laughs> Naturally, Jack's car got out of control and he smacked in the Cagney's fender. That'll be decided in court, Miss Rogers. <laughs> then things started to happen. Jack was really mad. He jumped out of his car. Cagney jumped out of his car. Jack jumped back into his car. fast. <laughs> well, I bawled Cagney out. You can't deny that. <laughs> well, that's right. He really dressed Jimmy down. Mm. Darn right I did. Hmm? Well, of course, Jack locked the door and rolled up the window. <laughs> I did not. There's not a window in my car. Not now, there isn't. Now, never forget the look on Jack's face when he saw Jimmy's fist coming through the windshield. Well, he didn't hit me. <laughs> oh, could he? You had your head in the glove compartment. I was looking for my tear gas fountain pen. Lucky for Cagney, I didn't find it. Believe me, if he ever opens his mouth to me again, I'll fix his wagon. You will, huh? Yes. Well, Jack, what would you say if I told you that right now, Jimmy Cagney was standing right in back of you? Well, that's just the... Yikes! <laughs> Jimmy Cagney, fellas. Well, hello, Ginger. Diana? Hello, Jimmy. Hmm. <laughs> well, uh, if it isn't Barney I know someplace I've got a laugh here. I don't know where it is. <laughs> Listen, don't try to laugh at all, Cagney. You scratch my fender, it's going to cost you about $300 to have it touched up. Who's doing the painting for you, Rembrandt? <laughs> that happens to be his name, Morty Rembrandt. 1820 Temple Street. Open evenings. I'll have Morty send you the bill. Look, Jack, you better drop the whole thing, or I'll start an action against you to collect for the damage to my car. You'll have some job getting anything out of me, brother. I'll get some dough out of you if I have to dig up your whole front yard. <laughs> you can dig all you want, but if you haven't got the map, you're a dead duck. <laughs> Besides, Cagney, I've got a witness. She saw the whole thing, Ginger Rogers. Why, I couldn't testify for you, Jack. After all, you bumped into Jimsy. Jimsy. <laughs> Well, I can see where I stand here. Well, I think Ginger's being very fair. Fair meaning she's not a brunette. <laughs> Listen, Ginger, you can look at this accident any way you want to. Look, Jack, you're acting like a little boy. Yep, an old, broken-down little boy. <laughs> Jack, once and for all, let's up the whole thing, or you're going to pay for my fender. Oh, I am, eh? Well, I can see there's only one way out. We'll settle this man-to-man. -man. Do you fight? Quite a bit. Hmm. What else do you do? I dance. Well, let's dance and settle this. I hate to break up these beautiful hostilities, but we've got to get back to command performance. There's a letter here addressed to Jimmy Cagney from the Brooklyn Gang at APO 885. It seems that Gowanus Gus, 
Flatbush Flanagan, Demi Tass McGuire of Boro Hall, Leftfield Louie from Everett Field, and Sam Flea Phil from Coney Island have a special request. What is it, Vianna? Well, they say they haven't had a chance to see you in pictures lately, but they sure remember some of those tough guy parts you used to do. So they want you to pick somebody on command performance tonight and punch them in the jaw. <laughs> Let's see now. Uh, who all's on the show? Well, uh, there's me, Martha Tilton, Ginger Rogers, and Don Wilson. <laughs> Good old Don. And then, of course, there's you, Jackie. Now she gets friendly. <laughs> well, I'd like to oblige the boys from Brooklyn. It, it looks like you're it, Jackie. I'm game if you are. Who goes on the game, man? <laughs> Why can't I do the punch? And I've been in some pretty tough pictures myself, you know. Brutal is the word. Don't evade the issue. Why can't I hit you? Because this is command performance, and we've got to answer your request exactly as they come in. Very well. I'm ready. First, there's something I'd like to say. <laughs> Gentlemen, I regret I have but one jaw to give to my country. That you ever took your head out of that glove compartment. Please, Ginger, there's no time for levity. Go ahead, Jimmy, and remember, I'm not a kid anymore. Well, here goes. <laughs> no, can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. Come on, you coward. Come okay, on. Okay, okay. Ow! Ow! Thank you, Jimmy Cagney. <laughs> and uh, will the gentleman who caught Mr. Benny's toupee kindly return it to the stage? Jack, uh, Jack, are you all right? No, I'm not all right. You were supposed to fake that punch, Cagney, and you really let me have it. Now it's my turn, brother. Oh, take it easy, Jack. Take it easy. Take it easy, nothing. Put up your dukes. Now take that. And will the gentleman who caught Mr. Benny kindly return him to the stage? Reviving Mr. Benny, this seems a good time to say that we've had an awful lot of requests to have Jimmy Cagney sing some of the songs from Yankee Doodle Dandy. How about it, James? Very glad to, Deanna, very glad to. And incidentally, I want to thank all the fellows in the ETO who treated me so wonderfully when I was visiting them recently. I really got a great bang out of it, and that's no fooling. And for me to tell you that you're doing a great job is like telling Abbott and Costello who's on first. Anyhow, with a bow to George M. Cohen... Here it is. You're a grand old flag. You're a high-flying flag. And forever in peace may you wave. You're the emblem of the land I love, the home of the free and the brave. Every heart beats true under red, white, and blue, where there's never a boast or a brag. But should old acquaintance be forgotten, keep your eye on the grand old flag. I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy Yankee Doodle do or die A real life nephew of my Uncle Sam Born on the 4th of July I've got a Yankee Doodle sweetheart She's my Yankee Doodle joy Now Yankee Doodle came to London just to ride the pony I am the Yankee Doodle boy
gang, that kind of wraps up another bundle of whatever you want to call it. Incidentally, we'd like to hear from you if you have any extra special people or things you'd like to hear. We got that note from you guys down at the Atterbrin Hotel in downtown Guadalcanal. <laughs> and we got some ideas for you that we're sending along. Meantime... Uh, pardon me, Deanna. I'd just like to say that if any of my fans are worried about me, I'm perfectly okay. That punching business was just a little gag. <laughs> I'd give that Cagney a Mickey Finn if I didn't think he'd enjoy it. Good night, fellas. And... and this is Deanna Durbin saying, the best of the best from the USA. Good night.